All right, welcome, Nerdables, inside Vault 111. That's right, we are talking video games tonight. We're going to cover Battlefront before its launch on Tuesday. Uh, see what's going on, if it's worth the game that everybody thinks it might be, or if it's a big ripoff. And since it is episode 111, we are going to be talking Fallout 4. Joining me tonight are Sebastian, Chris, Ethan, Travis... Shauna and Mikey, I think you're going to be here for a little bit. All right, so Sebastian, I think I'm beginning to agree with, agree with you that uh, EA and Battlefront are starting just to be nothing but a big ripoff. Ripoff is a very strong word because I think a lot of people, they ascribe value to whatever they pay. If somebody pays 60 bucks for Battlefront, I don't agree with it. But if they get their fun out of it, whatever. But I will say, like, I, since I don't agree with the pre-order system... And there's no full game. To me, the game is a bit of a ripoff. Right. For sixty dollars, and I don't think I'm the I don't think I'm the, the odd man out. Forbes just came out with their review, and they've sort of been on a roll with pretty decent game reviews. And their reviewer sort of said it's not worth the sixty dollars. And it's not. And to sort of like reiterate my point from before, it's not that I didn't find the beta fun, mm -hmm. but my, from my my takeaway was that I would not pay sixty dollars for this let alone the 110 right. that they wanted to get the full version of the game with all the add-ons down the road with their $50 DLC season pass. Well, let's talk about that. First, um, from the beta, they have decided that the, um, the huge battles, like the Hoth battle, they realize that it needs to be more 50-50, so they right. are going back and tweaking that so it, it's more competitive for every for both sides. Which would be fine. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, I it's also for me like I it's I know it's a game I'll want down the road, mm -hmm. but I'm not willing to pay 60 for it. Right. If, you know, if in 6 months or a year it pops up on the the Xbox Live store, "Hey, pick this up for 39.99." Then I go, okay, sure, you know, I don't know if it's going to come with the DLC or not, but I know that that's kind of my threshold that I've sort of set for myself for the game. Right. Is around 40 bucks. Well, the game comes out on Tuesday. It will have 12 map packs, uh, 12 maps. It will, um, it'll have four here. Let's see, no, actually, you know, it just says, really, it says it'll have 12 maps. Uh, I think it has, like, four heroes. Yeah, you could kind of get a preview of a lot of that stuff in the, the, the beta that they put out where they just sort of locked out the other screens. And right. Got to get an idea about what the maps were and what the what the battles were. But here's where the, the ripoff, I think, comes. To the season pass... So if you spend the fifty dollars for the for the what the e the EA, EA season access? pass yeah EA, yeah EA access then you get uh, over twenty pieces of galactic tech including weapons vehicles star cards for both the rebels and the empire you get four more heroes and villains than you would of just getting the regular game you also get sixteen maps instead of the twelve. So you're getting four more maps. You're getting right you know, off the bat. Anyway. Four more exciting game modes is where they put it. Uh, two week early access to expansion packs, and the exclusive for, uh, shoot first emoji or emote. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, for me, I, I look at that stuff and I go, "It's like, well, you just divided your community in an instant." There are people who are only going to buy the base game, mm -hmm. and then there are people who are going to buy the whole game, and you've already split your community into. Into a very, very, like, okay, well, I want to play those other maps, but I can't. So now the people who want those maps are playing with a smaller crowd of people than everybody. That's just me. Um, but it's not just that. It's the fact that if you're playing on the same map as somebody that has the season pass, right, and then, you're not going to be able to compete with them because they're going to have 
weapons oh, and armament and stuff yes. like that that you don't have. Right. right. As, as someone who has, has some idea, has no idea about this, I have two questions. One, $50 season pass lasts for how long? Six months. Six usually. months. Okay, so it's something that you would, if you continue to play the game for more than a year, you'd have to renew it again. Renew it every yes. six months. You'd have to okay. renew it. 50 yeah. bucks uh, every but six to be more specific, uh, it just entitles you to whatever they release in a six month time frame. Right. But basically, you're paying $110 for a full game. Yes. Okay, second question Would the people that have that pass? be even allowed to play on the same map as someone who has yes. a base map. Yes. Okay. yes. They, they, so they can they take their weapons into the base maps. Base, yeah, so they're going to be able to go to every map, whereas only the people that buy the base game can't go to their special maps. Correct. Yes. So, yeah, so, the so, people with the special shit get to go everywhere. So their armaments, their upgrades, right. everything that their they have. Their vehicles, their different... Uh, so my, my official now more educated opinion is that is complete bullshit. Right. Yes. Hey, oh, totally. To party. Which is why... Uh, I think Microsoft played it smart when they said immediately, no paid DLC for Halo 5. Halo 5, you get everything. Everything well, will the, be free as long as we start putting it out. The argument that a lot of people are making about Battlefront right now is the fact that basically to get what everyone in the public sees as the full game, the actual full regular game, you have to pay $110 just to play the regular yes, game. correct. As opposed to every other game that exists, that you pay your fifty nine ninety nine or your sixty five dollars, and you just get the game as is. Right. So basically, EA has finally jumped the shark, where other people were getting in there with some pre order stuff, and other people were like, "Well, unless you get the legendary edition or the special edition, you won't get all the maps, but you will like in two or three months when we release it to everybody with mm -hmm. an update." Like it was kind of an exclusive thing for a short time. Now EA has finally gone the full Monty and said, no, 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 if you want the full game that we made, we, we cut it in half and you're going to have to pay double price. Yeah. I, I'm wondering, though, if they're going to do like Titanfall, where after six months to eight months or something, whatever it was, they made those maps that were supposedly as the DLC... They made them free. Well, it was longer than that because the game was it. Was it? It was. It was. It was. The the game is basically was at its end of life. The game came out what like a year ago, and the game is. It'll, like, it'll be. Uh, it'll be two years ago. It'll be in two years. March, ago. won't it? Almost one of yeah. the launch. Like it was one, one of the launch, launch titles. titles. Well, it was. It was a February or March because we did a. Uh, we we did a demo here. Right. Remember, but the game. Yeah. But but the the reason they put those out for free is because people basically stopped playing the game because they had already moved on. Yeah. It was basically a grab to try to pull whatever was left of well, their audience in. It's seemingly yeah. when you have a game and you make it like a greatest hit or whatever for someone yeah. who and missed you, it. It's like the Arkham yeah. games. Like, it, this Christmas, I guarantee Arkham Knight will be out for, you know, the, fame, the same 60 bucks or the 30 bucks, but it'll have all the DLC included than the people who paid the... The well, also, extra for the season pass will be like, but I I paid separately for all this. Also, like Titanfall didn't have much else for it, so it doesn't have. It's not a game that has longevity, right? In a sense, you know, all it is is basically just online play. Yeah. So I mean, then this is probably their way of just getting people to. Well, right. Chris just pulled it up. Titanfall came out March eleventh, two thousand fourteen. So we're gonna go on. Uh, we're gonna go on two years. Two years, and almost I think it was last year around the, almost around the anniversary. They made the map packs for free. I don't. It, it may have been just after that because I got the notification like, "Hey, you know, you have Titanfall. Guess what's free?" Right. And then I was like, oh, it's it's stuff you don't But that was but that was about six. That was about that was maybe about four or five months ago. So probably just over a year. They were yeah. like, well, the game's done. Put it out for free. We're going to make... We've already made as much as we can make. Yeah. So what I kept seeing, and I know Sebastian kind of talked something along this line, but what I saw from a number of different online reviewers, like, 
magazines type stuff, journalists, was that they were not reviewing the game because EA had them come to review the game with that early access. I guess yes. you could, they, they, they went to access the game for two weeks before it's actually released. Well, right now, you yeah. can, you, if you have right. the early but access, you can play the game reviews. already. Yeah, but the, no, 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 but he's talking about reviews? there were specific... They went to events. Journalist events. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They brought yeah. them into specific events, and they had the full game. And then for them to play, and there. they played the game for like five, six hours. They got but their then drinks. EA and told them, according to the one, I can't remember the one. I, I can't find it on my phone. Um, one of these online sites said that they declined it because EA also said you can come and play it, you can write your review, but you can't release it until the day of the game. Right, that's correct. They, they, they and they said that they felt that was unfair because people were already playing the game online. And actually, people have been reviews. talking about that there's a gag order. There's basically been yeah. an EA gag order on any reviews whatsoever, and they've been talking about, well, if you review it too early, if you release your, your review before we say you can, then we're not going to give you any pre-release access ever again to any of right. our games. Well, and we, you won't be able to review our games. Yeah, EA's future. point was that, well, the game isn't out, and this reviewer point is, yes, it is, because it's available online. As a beta. As, Correct. Well, the whole game... Well, no, not just as a beta, the, but the, if you have the early, early access, access thing. Yes. 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 So the whole game is out for right. this early access. So the pre-order We can't people. tell those people before they decide... I'm going to click for early access what the game, what we think the game is. Right. So we're just not going to review it at all and make a statement saying we're not going to review now, it at all. And this and the next thing I wanted to talk about piggybacks on top of sort of what EA has been doing. So there was a big kerfuffle on Reddit uh, because of what happened uh, with the subreddit R Star Wars Battlefront mm-hmm. where uh, one of the moderators who was, uh, who was then let go of being a moderator on the team basically came out and said, once I started questioning that they were taking bribes, and he provided screenshots and proof of of dirty deeds going on between EA and uh, the Reddit well, it was moderators. Like the, the lead community manager for EA Battlefront. Yes, and this, I, is I, this I, what you were talking about before we came on the air? Yes, okay. I, I've got it here. I've got uh, this is from PlayStation Lifestyle, but they are directly quoting the ex moderator of our Star Wars Battlefront, who said that uh, this is what was exchanged uh, in return. You know, on the Star Wars Battlefront uh, for the moderators. Uh, they accepted favors in return for moderator actions. Uh, they farmed the subreddit nonstop for YouTube revenue by sticking videos made by the moderators themselves and putting in referral links for the moderators. If anybody listening has to pee. We're sorry. Yeah, we're very sorry. Now, it sounds Rich, like Rich took I'm already, his, I, there, it, That's his two mic. of six already. So, <laughs> so moving on. This is not. This is not too long. So then uh, they tried to cover up their bribery by banning users who yep. uh, were providing proof. They willingly suppressed criticism of the game through moderator actions. They willingly... Uh, I'm sorry, that's uh, number four. Number five is they turned a blind eye to the massive astroturfing that EA was doing on the subreddit. And Hold on, real quick. What is astroturfing? Ah, so, that's where that is, uh, EA, or let's just say a company, will have any number of people. Usually it will be the types of folks like your interns or your community management team or more interns will go on to a website where people are talking about your, you know, product, this point, Battlefront, and they basically either downvote or unlike or try to dismiss or talk trash about something negative posted about your product. Or they'll post positive things themselves. Right. Okay. Like, or, yeah, or they try to balloon yeah, it over and play Amazon reviews have been accused of this for years. Exactly. Yes. 
Narratables, where you learn the new phrases. Right. Where I learn new phrases. And then the sixth one is exposing personal details about users that were combined into private. So it's like, oh, this guy said this, and this is the website, this is the different areas of Reddit he posts. So kind of shady shit. Yeah, basically to what's been try going. to call somebody out personally. Yeah, and, and they did this for uh, alpha access to the game, for early access to the full game. So basically, hey, make our game look good, and we'll give you basically we're letting you in on the game. So he get fi- he got fired for doing exactly what everybody else on the internet does. Well, not well. No, the the moderator got uh, the the moderator got let. These people aren't paid. They're right. Yeah, uh, but he was let go from the subreddit for saying, hey, this is probably not cool, and if you're going to do this, you should probably at least let people know that... So he got, let, he, let, he got let go for exposing it? Yeah, he was basically saying... He, like, got, he got banned by he got, he got as let a go, He got let go as a whistleblower. Yes. Because he basically said, hey, if, you know, if you're a fellow moderator, if you're posting your own Battlefront video, at least tell people that this is you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and if you're going to have affiliate links, like to Amazon for downloads, that, you know, give somebody a couple extra pennies or whatever per purchase... At least say say that it's yours, right? And they weren't doing that. And he, when he started questioning them and called them out on it, they let him go. And that's when he posts the full story onto Reddit, and it catches fire. And that doesn't look good for EA that they're willing to go that far to protect their game. Right. Well, no, here I I have noticed that EA over the last week has started releasing uh, YouTuber videos. Uh, yeah, you know some of the the famous YouTubers that will. Play the game with their image over imposed over yeah. it as they're playing it, and you know the Pootie Pie or whatever that Pie. that type of you know of YouTuber of them doing some of the real Let's cool plays. moves and things like yeah. that, trying to hype the game. Right? Do you think that these are? Do you think that EA is? putting a gag order on them from saying anything that might be negative they, or just because, you know, oh, here's the copy of the game and we'll give you... Like, FCC recently changed their regulations for people on YouTube and they have to be clear about it or they, they risk their YouTube accounts, which is what is really nice about YouTube is uh, they even now have like, oh, you can have like, a, you know, like paid, you know, this is a paid promotional video and you can check the box, it'll do a disclosure, but they have to disclose and a lot of reviewers have been disclosing. PewDiePie does it all the time. He'll say, like, oh, this company, you know, is paying me to do a video on the game and talk about what I think about it. Mm-hmm. Which is fair enough, as long as, you know, as long as you can sort of get the perceived bias up front and center. I'm fine with it, as long as somebody's playing the game. Like, I, the, uh, You'll see guys like uh, Jimquisition and Total Biscuit say, like, hey, they offered me. Like, right. they'll bring up the fact that they're not going to be reviewing a game. Because you're gonna co- laugh at Total Biscuit, aren't you? I I feel bad that his parents named him that. That's just. <laughs> <laughs> but they but there's those guys are out there saying like, hey, uh, just so you know, I'm not going to be reviewing the game like I normally would be because they are refusing to release it to me without doing some kind of bribe promotional and, or yep. or they'll say like or nerfing his review. Yeah, or or they be like someone like Total Biscuit says like, all right, this is a game I paid for because they wouldn't give me a review copy. Right, let's review the game. You know, uh, and gives them a quick bashing as well. Right, and you know, and these are also people who talk about like, oh, they offer me laptops and they offer me, you know, fancy mm-hmm. trips and expensive hotel stays to play their games, and I refuse them. So I get it. I get you know, as, as long as it's clear, it's fine. So um, the point of this is that we should start reviewing games on YouTube. You gotta, <laughs> but you got to be really big. As fun as it would be, to, we need to get big reviewing yes. games on YouTube. There you See, go. Instead of doing the one person. We do it as a multi multi people. Yeah, multi-people. Can, there's a lot of fun you can. Multi people. You mean we do MMOs only? Is that what you're trying to say? 
the multiplayer game. All play the game at well, the same time. <laughs> all of our controllers can control that one character. Oh my god, that happens. would be awesome. <laughs> you be you so thought awesome. you lost friendships over Portal. No, but what, why what, is he spinning it around? It actually might be kind of cool the way. You know how we will play a game sometimes where mm-hmm. we'll sit down, if it's a one person game, we'll sit down and we'll play it until either you get to the next level or you die. Then if we did that and we kept going around. So we just watch K play. <laughs> it might be interesting. It might yeah. be more interesting than Just one person. So yeah, no, the YouTube and there's already reviews of the game out on YouTube that oh, quite a few of them have already been pretty critical of the game and have basically said this game's not, you know, it's it's yeah, it's fun, it's Star Wars, but it, is it a good game? Is it worth the sixty dollars? A lot of people. That's said, the thing. Yeah, a lot of people have sort of kind of said no. Now here's well, the thing. from the start. We said, is it. Is it because it's Star Wars, or is it because it's a good game? I mean, right. you hope it's both. It's because but, it's Star Wars, yeah. unfortunately. Do you think that if this game was coming out at any other time, because oh, right now we are in the... We're in, we're in we're maximum in hype. D, yes, we're maximum Star Wars hype, you know, and, and everywhere you turn. You know, I just did an article on our website, which, yes, by the way, I did update our website about how Star Wars has taken over the world. But do you think that if this game would have came would would have come out last year... Before Star Wars, you know, before we got into the year of Star Wars, it would still be as big as it's going to be. I will say yes, because as a gamer, people have been waiting for the next Star Wars Battlefront for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and after seeing the alpha footage of the previous Battlefront game that looked amazing with wow. actual... You know, the one that was ninety nine percent. Yeah, the one that was actually you know ground warfare to space combat yep. complete. Yep, where you could be all, on all the ground, like, seamless, no, yeah, no seamless. loading. Hop into you know, hop into a Jedi starfighter, fly out the atmosphere mm-hmm. of the planet, go fight land in on space, a star destroyer. You know, then yeah, yeah land on a star destroyer, fight and fight in, inside the star destroyer like it's another like land battle. Yeah, right, and fight NPCs and regular people. No, I think that people would still be really hyped. Do you think that these this negative reviews, the, the negative um, content or the negative articles in Forbes magazine, everything else that's coming out right now, do you think that's going to hurt its sales? No, because it's Star Wars. That's the thing is, even though I've heard a number of people that I work with at my day job that are talking about, but but a Star Wars and it's Battlefront for the first time in like ten years. You got to play it. Even Fallout is not getting great reviews. Fallout is getting harsh reviews. But Fallout, it's, it's Fallout. Twelve point one million copies in the first weekend. Yeah, it and it it did amazingly well, anyways. But it's Fallout, and it's a game that's so beloved, people will buy it. Yep. Regardless. Okay. Is there anything that would? Heck, I would like the the only thing that would have gotten me to pre-order that game, and I like almost is for the Pit Boy. Mm-hmm. But I figure at some point down the road, somebody will actually make a Pit Boy you can just buy again. That's true. So it's, for me, it's one of those like, it's like, no, I'll wait till they actually sell one by itself. Well, Mikey, Kloos was talking about that last night because he has he had the Pit Boy, right? Were you you were here for that? Were you, were you when he was talking about it, was it his his Android is too big or something? Or yeah, it only fits the five, the five S, the six, the six S, and like the Galaxy. It doesn't do any of the pluses. Uh, it doesn't fit anything plus. Right. Okay. It, and it doesn't uh, it doesn't do any of like the Galaxy Notes. It'll do the regular yep. Galaxy phones. Correct. Yeah, the Galaxy S three, S four, and S five will fit, but the Galaxy S five Plus, like the, the Notes, iPhone yeah. six Plus, it's just it's too big, big for. But the there is phone. an app that works exactly the same way. Yes, you, you yes, put, you, you put can your just phone, play with your phone. Right. Yeah, you put Take the phone, phone in there and then use the app to uh, monitor your in game like your items mm-hmm. and your health and stuff. You could play it. 
with the Pip Boy instead of accessing the in. And it looks display. just like the Pip Boy. Yeah, the, 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 yeah, the whole screen, the, the everything, the whole layout is the same. So if thing. you have some duct tape and your phone, then you're still got it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so back to Battlefront. Is there anything that EA could do that would make you get the season pass? No, no. sir. Make it, make it make it free. If they offered you a story, a single player story mode, would you? Okay, now part, we're starting I, to get into something. Well, but if yeah. they offered you, if they offered you ground to air to space battles, would that As a season pass during the season pass? No, no. I, I'd because start considering it. I'd start considering. I considered it for half a second, but I was like, <laughs> no. Fuck those guys. That makes you even more shady to go to, to feel like it's like, no, then you should have just included that in the game. What if they offer you a mod for episode seven characters after the movie comes out? I, I can care. I can get those for free from the internet. That's called the internet, yeah. That, that yeah. Pe- because people have already started working on mods for the game. Yep. I so mean, I mean to like I mean to pay to pay so much so so much money for half for half a year just to play a game is like yeah to get to yeah, it's I mean like I, I don't want to pay that I don't want to pay that much just to play my game because it's it's five dollars a month well, the way they that, break it down not only that keep in mind you're doing it every six months so if they load up their EA access pass for Battlefront with space to land battles seamless mm-hmm. no loading times and they throw in a first person storyline mode. And they throw in a bunch of extra skins and weapons and stuff from Episode Seven. You're still only getting the opportunity to rent that for six months. Yeah, you don't. And then once that time's up, it's ripped out of your hands. You don't yeah. own that anymore. Who plays a game for more than six months? Now? It's the. Do you think I it do? should be like old DLC content then? Once you once, once you I buy it, it it's, it's yours. Well, yes. Yeah, you have to look at it this way: is then it's like so so you're paying hundred and ten dollars for the game you should have got at the beginning. Exactly. That's why people are saying That's they're charging you twice for one game. Yes. It should be like the old style when you bought a game and you just played. got a whole game. You and just, you, no, you just played it, right? But considering, yes. But, yes. Cons- yes. but considering we live in an era now where you have these paid-to-play games on mobile apps, yeah, that that is the norm for mobile gaming. But a mobile game is much different than a game you yes. just spend sixty dollars for. And but no, I agree. A mobile game when you get a game for free and then they tell you, oh, you need a dollar to do this. Oh, if you a dollar, and most of those the the types of games that I believe have those in there. Those microtransactions, you don't need them in order to get the game. You just need to spend more time. Right. Yeah. Something like this, if you're basically saying, you can have the very basic, basic game. You can be one rebel soldier, and you have one kind of gun, and you have a map that isn't very big. But if you give us another $50, you can have a whole bunch of rebel soldiers who have a whole bunch of guns and have a whole bunch of maps. What you're telling me is that, why did I pay for the thing in the first place? They should be giving away the game for free and then charging $50 to make the game better. Right. I haven't caught Mobabola, and I think people will... Fight Mobabola that uh, with the the so MOBAs are a scourge on the gaming world. It's the free like massively multiplayer online game. Yeah, but it's also gamers already eye roll when people bring up comparisons to mobile gaming because they don't consider mobile gaming actual gaming. It's like I'm sorry, playing Candy Crush on your phone is not the same as you know playing Civ Five or yeah. well or, you don't play or, Candy Crush right or, or playing <laughs> you got to get to that next level you know or you know even Jesus. downloading you know playing you didn't know. those bastards just get sold for like twelve billion dollars right and they like they've, they've already yeah. come out and said like no the great thing about you know like the free to play mobile games is that we own you for life because mm-hmm. they make seventy percent of their money on the whales who will spend a thousand dollars a month yeah people were talking about that with that that company that got bought that makes it King King Candy something like that or oh. King yeah, yeah. Can- Candy and they're like. Well, but Candy, Candy Crush is, yeah, and it's like, well, Candy Crush is already over, right? And so they didn't buy it because of Candy Crush. They bought it because they're going to make something else. Mm-hmm. And when they think about it, if you have 
a million people in the world playing that game, and even only half of them spend a dollar every month, mm-hmm. that's $6 million a month right. yep, that you're making on multiple games. Right. And, it, and there's always the statistics about how many people really play games. And again, real gamers, you know, quote-unquote real, they always scoff when they include mobile games in those statistics. It's like, no, the soccer mom, again, the soccer mom playing Candy Crush for an hour while their kid is at karate yeah. is not a gamer who's making a PC or going out and buying an Xbox and Yeah, I don't consider myself a gamer, but I've been playing Crossy Road nonstop for but the last yeah, two weeks. But and I play I play Crossy Road too, but I, I you there's know There's a Crossy Road too. <laughs> well you there's a two player version of Crossy Road now. You there can, is? Yeah, you can sabotage your friends. <gasps> It was crossing. It's it's basically it's, Frogger. it's Frogger with a whole bunch of different characters. That yeah. then when you read the reviews, everyone's like, "Why don't the different characters do different things?" And I'm like, "It's a small little game. It's it a free game. Programming. It's a yeah. free game. Calm down." <laughs> now here's the thing with Battlefront. They haven't said which heroes we're getting of the ones that we've seen so far. They haven't said exactly which ones are going to be available with the game at launch and which ones are going to be part of the. Season pass. I, I have this feeling that Boba Fett and Han Solo, <laughs> the Millennium Falcon, and Slave One will be part of the EA Access because well, they, those are be, those are things that people want to play. Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader will both be in right the regular. But they've the already shown people playing with the Falcon and and the Slave One yes. in regular Let's Plays Correct. of the current game. Yes, but are are we sure that that's just the regular? Or is that the EA it's, Access? It's possible they could lock them out at launch, but. But people are already playing them right now. So. Because if if you're going to entice people to do this, you're going to want them to play characters or want characters that they are Unless that they love and they're beloved. Characters that people don't know yet, like Jar Jar Binks. Maybe it's play as Jar Jar or Dak. <laughs> I don't know about Dak, but no, you can play as Big Dark Lighter and you die. Right well, maybe Jar-Jar. maybe you get like Chewbacca. I, or, I want to play second I want I want Jar Jar Binks it, like in the middle of Hoth. He's so cool. <laughs> See, that <laughs> would be fun. Fly a snow speeder. I would kill myself over and over and over again. We saw walkers run into, run into enemy fire. <laughs> no, it'd be the most satisfying. I would buy just, that just, game just to kill Jar Jar over the, and just, over and over the, again. He gets a play. Well, that was wasn't that one of the selling points of one of the Battlefront games that you could kill Ewoks. Uh, I don't want to kill. I think it was the cute. first battle front. It was so, one yeah. of them where, like, that was part of the ad campaign. Was now you can blow away those things, stupid terrorists. Yeah, something like that. It was crazy. The the mo- they hated Ewoks until the Gungans took over. For- <laughs> okay, and so now it's the Gungans. Yep. Besides myself, is there anyone that's picking up Battlefront at launch? No. At launch, me no. no. Nope. Mm-mm. No. No. I'm the only no, stupid. I, I know. I'm the only. <laughs> your hats kill me. By You're the way, the only moron that's gonna do it. <laughs> um. Yeah, I know. I'm the only one, and I did pick up the special but I, edition. But, but again, I'm I'm the guy who has the patience to wait. Like, it's even with Fallout, a game that I really loved. Fallout Three. I didn't play too much of New Vegas, but I want. New to play Vegas was even better. Yeah, it, but for me, it's like like I'll wait for the collector's edition of Vegas Fallout Four, and actually get the game that has all the little extras, everything you ever wanted. Right, in it. and it'll be as bug free as Bethesda can make possible. Yes. Uh, Which even with uh, like even with uh, uh, Skyrim, right? And they've done five patches to it, like major patches, right? And it still glitches out sometimes. Right? Does exactly. anybody love Skyrim though? 
Uh, for the longest time, people, people did. there's still a big modding community for Skyrim, so yeah. there's still people playing. Sky, yeah, Skyrim still ro- is still rolling a lot, uh, and even for Battlefront, like if, if 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 next Christmas, I mean, if next Christmas they go, hey, collector's edition of Battlefront, and it's going to have all the all the. Oh, they're not going to release any new Star Wars stuff next Christmas. It's over after. Well, after I'm talking. Well, about what, what if they what if they leave Battlefront as the game, and then next Christmas or so, there's a Rogue One story mode that they add to it. Would would that be more enticing? Well, because well, like again, the add-ons don't mean anything to me as long as I have a good base game, and I'm not paying sixty bucks for the base game as it is, and I'm not paying one hundred and ten dollars for the game they should have given me. So I, I'm, I'll play the waiting game. I'll wait for the I'll wait for the game of the year edition next year. That will have all of the EA but stuff. That will cost ten bucks less. Right. And, that will and, have everything they ever released. But, but what if they have it? Whereas, okay, you buy the base game. So you have the base code Not and everything. Not paying $60 for it. No, no, listen. And then every month or so with having this EA season pass, they're adding something that they're still continuing to develop right. now. Which is, but from what it sounds like, that's not true. No, that's so not true. Right, but you're, you're talking You're basically semantics. apologizing here's, for here's them. Here's the thing. And if this, the, is, this, the is, this is the problem. Do something better. You said you can wait. Right. You're waiting for a game that has no single story campaign. Right. So you're waiting for a game. The reason that this works and the reason that there is no single story campaign mm-hmm. is if you don't buy it right now, that game is worthless because yes. everyone's going to play it for the next three months yep. and then Halo something 8 is going to come out mm-hmm. or something is, you know, oh, go blow up your friends with this game and it's going to die. Sebastian's going to get it in six months. Fantastic. And there's going to be 50 people left. Right. You know, I'm exaggerating. But that to me, would the, the, everyone that's talking about, if you don't buy this game right now, it's a worthless game right. because there's nothing to do unless you're fighting people. Fighting other people. Well, it's, if it's, you go on to Titanfall like now, there's yeah. I bought Titanfall for thirty dollars with everything on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to wait 15, 20 minutes for a game when I do play it, but I only paid twenty dollars for it, and I don't feel bad. Or thirty dollars for it, and I don't feel bad. Battlefront. If I were to pay sixty and then an extra fifty on top of that, and then a year down the road, I'm only playing with three or four thousand other people. I feel like shit because I feel I feel like a sucker, and a lot of people would rightfully so be very angry. But at if that. you go to play Titanfall right now, that's basically what you're doing. Right. Well, you're but I only no, no, but he didn't pay for it. That's what I, he's saying. I paid, paid. thirty dollars for everything in Titanfall. Right. That's all the DLC and the game. I didn't pay sixty plus the extra forty dollars for the all season the extra pass. shit. Yeah. Right. So I don't feel I don't feel bad for like yeah I got the game at basically more than half off at this point. Okay, cool. Pay thirty bucks, whatever. Drop in the bucket. If I'm paying one hundred and ten dollars for Battlefront, and in a year it's a game where there's not a lot of players on it, yeah, I'm gonna feel like a sucker. But what if they are adding, you know, and, and then they, I'm just, I'm throwing this out there for the hopes that, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure that anyone's even listening, but the hopes that if they add a single player story campaign in a year and a year and a half, then I'll wait for the year and a year and a half to buy it. But if they they start, they they decide, okay, you know what? Instead of making Battlefront four. Or Battlefront Two, if they're going to restart the time, you know, the numbers. Instead of making a whole new base game, they just make additions to that one. Additions to that it one won't happen because that's not how the game industry works. I, I understand that. I'm just I'm just saying if, if they take, yeah, they're not going to waste their time versus right. making a new game. game. But it's also again, then I will wait. I will wait to see how the game plays out. It's all again. This is all hypothetical. But if if six months from now they say. If six months from now they say in six months there's going to be a single story campaign mode, then I'll wait the extra time 
to then see how people how the game ends out turning out. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drop money right away for it. It's like no, I'm I can play the waiting. Game. I have time. EA doesn't have time because they need their next mm-hmm. title. I don't. Um, I have the money and I have the control over my experiences and how I pay for what I want. Okay, and so did you buy uh, Fallout? No, I didn't buy Fallout because the game is not good right now. Travis, did you? No, because I don't have a PS4 or an Xbox One. I thought you had a. P- I thought you had a PC. Oh. Play for PC. Um, okay, so. I mean, the numbers for for Fallout Four. I mean, I, I've heard mixed reviews Insane. now. You're 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 saying it's not very good. The other people that I know that have it have like this game's amazing and it, it's so much fun. I, you know, I, I enjoy it. Well, it fun, looks great. Fun is a very different metric from good. Fallout Four looks incredibly fun, and I am incredibly tempted to get it. But I also know the game is horribly glitchy, like every Bethesda game. Mm-hmm. And I've bought Fallout Three in a collector's edition like a year and a half later when it already had all the updates and all the patches to it in a single game. And I'll do the same for Fallout because Fallout doesn't really have any online components. It's just a massive... It's like Skyrim. There's no online component to Skyrim. You can pick up Skyrim at any time and play through Skyrim and do all the crazy side quests that they have. But if you buy Skyrim now, you're going to get everything that people had to wait for. So would you consider yourself a gamer on a budget or just that you've been burned so many times by... I'm a gamer with patience. (laughs) So you're not a gamer. Which is very, like, contradicted. Because, like, I bought Halo 5 Mm -hmm. uh, after it got really good reviews. And most of the bad reviews for Halo 5 were on whether or not the story was good. I'm a huge fan of Halo... So I enjoyed the story mode myself, and that's one of those things, like, that's neither here nor there, plus the good story mode. I got burned on uh, Halo Master Chief Collection, which, oh, which I had that to wait, a, I had to bought it and then had to wait a month to play online multiplayer because, because of those crazy it didn't matches. Work. It didn't work. Yeah. But they didn't tell anybody it didn't work because people only tested it on private servers. Right. But again, like, no, I have patience. Like, there, there's very few games that I'll buy straight away. Like, even now, like, with Steam, there's early access games like Ark. I want to play Ark, but I can wait for the for the game's issues to be hammered out. I'm not, like, that, that's the thing, is, like, I'm not, I'm not so desperate to get the next thing. Like, I want Metal Gear Solid Five, but again, I can wait for them to hammer all the issues out of Metal Gear Solid Five. That's the thing. I want to, I want to jump on every game right when it comes out, but I've been, I'm the, I'm the burned gamer. I've been burned enough times by crappy games that I'm like, right. I'm going to wait for it to be right. But the as thing, of, as of right now, Fallout Four has a Metacritic score based on 51 critic reviews of 87 out of 100, which is pretty damn good. Yeah. And then look at the. It has a user score rating out of 1,888 users reviewing the game of 6.1 out of 10, which is meh. very it's mild. below the Fallout average. Exactly. So there's definitely a steep drop-off in what people are actually playing right. compared to what reviewers are saying about it. And for but, me, but for me, it's also, on. I live Did, in the digital age where I can, like, I don't have to worry about Fallout 4 being taken off of store shelves in a year or two. I can just download Fallout 4 at a discount when I want to, either on a computer or on modern consoles where I don't need a disc. Well, and there's also a shift starting to begin, and it hasn't, it hasn't fully taken over yet. It's definitely not the mainstream. But there's a shift starting to happen where the younger generation is recognizing they can get almost every game that comes out for the for the uh, consoles on PC. Steam sales, not are, only, and uh, that's the other side of it. A is gift from Gaben. There are a well, there are more than one website now. So now you're starting to Humble see Bundles? GOG. 
You're seeing the Humble Bundle, you're seeing Green Man Gaming, you're seeing GOG, you're seeing Steam all come out, and those PC guys are selling only online digital download codes, and those digital download codes are coming in at five, ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty dollars under what people are paying for the retail copy for a console. Oh yeah, I, I guarantee you by summer, Steam sale for Battlefront, probably 40-50% off. Yep. Because so, that's so there's what they a do new trend PC. starting to happen there as well. PC gets so many games so quickly from so many different publishers, even indie, that games go on discount so much faster than on console, because on console they can control the game output. Well, right now, if you want to buy Fallout 4, the retail is what's like with tax, it's like 64 something. Yeah. If you go online right now to Steam, you can get it for $47 for PC. Right. Which Huge is, discount. Which is at least. 15 bucks cheaper than on console. But with a PC, you're also... You're... If you don't have a fast enough process... It doesn't matter. You, you can build a PC that is orders of magnitude more powerful than an Xbox One or a PlayStation 4 for the same price. You can you, buy a $500... You can build a $500 you can, PC. You can build a $500 gaming PC that can play games in 4K. Okay, so is there any game coming up that... You have looked at the reviews, you've looked at what's going on, um, you've followed its development, that you're excited that you would buy at launch. There's one that came out this fire. year. There's one that came out this year, and it's the only one. There's, there's nothing on the map right now where I'm like waiting for it, going like, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. But the only one that was detailed by the developer, detailed by journalists, and detailed by the gamers all throughout production and to finish product was The Witcher 3. Witcher 3 is also... That's true, game. yeah. But no, I bought Halo 5 at launch, but all the reviews were out because they didn't have review embargoes. People mm-hmm. already got to play the full game and yeah. play online. After their last screw-up with Master Chief Collection, they're like, no, you know what? We better get this right. Yeah, let's get this right. And they did, and the reviews spoke to that. So I was not afraid to put my money down. Okay, so before we move on... Hold on, before we move on... Look up those same review scores for Halo 5. Mm. Because I think one of these problems is that when you get a mass, when you get a player type of review, this is sort of like Amazon. Everybody just hates everything. Oh, yeah. And those are the people that come in. You know, if you read a book and you're like, I really like this, you don't jump on Amazon and go, hey, four stars, five stars. When you read a book and go, this is a piece of crap, you jump on and you hit one star. Mm-hmm. So in terms of a statistical model, it skews towards people who don't like it. So... For Halo 5 Guardians, mm-hmm. the Metacritic has the exact same amount of critics, so we're at 91, and it's an 84. That's about the same. So it's three It's three points below Fallout 4. Okay. Because Fallout 4 was like 87. Uh, 87, right? Okay. Uh, based on 1,500, almost 1,600 user ratings, it's at a 6.6. So it's so pretty much the same thing. higher. Yeah. So almost yeah. identical. It's almost, almost identical. Yeah. For a game that you guys are saying, or you're saying, Halo 5 was great, and Fallout 4 is very not as well, great. Well, well, Halo 5 doesn't have the glitches well, there. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, what, what I'm, I'm just pointing out that sometimes when we read these types of statistics, especially when it comes from a large base of users, not professional critics, but users, who give their reviews based on how they feel. The, 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 the review only comes because they feel. When you have a professional reviewer, that person has to review the game whether he loves it, he hates it, or he doesn't care. Right. When you have a player that plays a game, that review is going to come from a place of, do I even want to bother? 
jumping onto something and telling people what I think of this well, one I, way well, or the other. I think other. the bigger issue with professional reviewers for games is that a lot of times they review games at events and they only play the game for five right, well, that's, hours. Well, that's a whole different... That's a whole different thing, yeah. but, but, that's, but that is the norm. That's that, the tough thing with games, too. That's why game reviews, to me, never really make sense, because you have guys who are reviewing games that haven't finished it. Right. A movie cri- you know, if a movie critic sees the whole film, he sees the whole film that you saw. And yeah. If the movie critic sits there and walks out and says, well, I went to see Spectre, I only got through 20 minutes, so I'm giving it an F. I'm like, you didn't see the whole movie. Right, exactly. You didn't see the same movie right. I and that's did. The, that's the but if I'm sitting here reviews. saying, well, I've spent three days playing Battlefront, and I think it's great, and you say, well, I played it for five hours in, in a padded room at EA headquarters, and I think it sucks, then... It's a total different experience, right? Like completely different. And obviously, there's things that can affect you in a movie right. experience as but well. At least, but at least, with the at least the product reviews, is there. The user reviews for something like Fallout were very clear. Like, here's the reason why it's this, where why I reviewed it so poorly is because of the terrible glitches, right? You know, or I didn't like the story. And it's like, okay, I, I can like for story. That's it's a different type of thing to review. Like right. we, we noticed when we were talking about Aftermath Fallout, as a book, we had yeah. so many people that reviewed it after like I got four chapters in and I hate it, one right. star. And I'm like, you only read four right. chapters. That doesn't to me read that doesn't count as a review. Book, right? Yeah, At you read the whole it, book yeah. and go, I hated the whole thing. If you're a user reviewer, if you are a fan reviewer, you're held to this different standard that really doesn't count. If you're a professional reviewer, if you're a book critic, and you're telling me I didn't finish the book, mm-hmm. that tells me I can't give it a review. All I can say is I didn't finish it. It wasn't good enough for me right. to I didn't finish, finish the book. It. There can be a lot of different, different well, it, factions. I didn't finish Ready Player One because Aftermath came out after I read the first two chapters, and I switched over to Aftermath, sure. and I haven't a chance to get back. doesn't mean it's a bad book. doesn't mean it's a good book. Well, like I That's was just saying, what happened. If I'm a professional book critic, and they're paying me to go, you need to go review Ready Player One, I have to finish that book. Mm-hmm. I just when we when I see user reviews for all this stuff, the same thing I said for Amazon when we were talking about again aftermath. Where I said all of the reviews that I'm reading is basically people that are complaining about the fact that it's not the expanded universe. That's not a real review, right? That's a review of your opinions are always a part of review. But when you're not a professional, you're not removing that sort of bias. If you're sitting there going, "Well, Jason and Jane aren't in it, so it's automatically a piece of crap." Same thing here. If you're playing it, I'm going to give Battlefront a terrible review because there's no single player campaign. Right. That's all I care about. As far as I'm concerned, Battlefront is an F because it doesn't have the mode that I'm willing to play. I have no desire to play against a bunch of kids in Brazil and get my ass handed to me every six seconds and never get a shot off. I don't want to be Greedo and just be shot first every single time and fall over dead. So my review of Battlefront is an F. But as a user, I'm, I, my review is an F because I'll never play the game because I don't care about online gaming. Sure. Um, well, but, I mean, but, but that's also like I'll trust user reviews a little bit more because, you, like with Fallout Four, most of the professional reviews said nothing about glitches. Actually, a lot of them, they they don't get to. There have been some that are going to, talking about glitches, right. but many of them say it doesn't capture the feeling that Fallout Three did. It's not quite as good as Fallout New Vegas. So they're they're saying that there's the game itself, like the finished polished product, doesn't capture what the other games were able to grasp. But well, again, in terms of talking about reviews... Interesting. But, but then here's, here's, here's sort of that counterpoint. Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain has a 93 on the Metacritic. Phantom uh, the Phantom Pain. But yes, the, <laughs> it is very much like The Phantom Menace. A Phantom Pain. Would that the, actually the, be... Uh, I think I have you know a pain in my uh, 93 out of 100 from the, from the actual reviewers, based on 85 critics, 2,500 reviews gave it an 8.0. So the users love that game. Yeah. And we're very clear about why they love the I'm game. I'm not saying to throw it out. Right. But I'm saying everything... I take them into account. Right. You take everything. Because, again, a number is different than the experience. Yes. If I read something like Aftermath and I can sit here and say, 
I'm going back to books because that's what I know. Mm-hmm. I finished Aftermath and I said, am I going to say it's the greatest book ever? No. It's written well enough. I enjoyed the story. I liked a big part of it. I gave it like a four. Sebastian could say the same exact thing, but in terms of his mind, that's a two. Right. You know, it's, if, if it's not amazing, he's going to knock points off. It's almost mm-hmm. like you're grading on your personal bias curve. So we would have the same review. We may have gotten the same enjoyment out of the book, but in my eyes, that's a four. In his eyes, it's a two. Now your score is a three, and it doesn't reflect what either of us are actually feeling. That's why those type of reviews, again, when you just look at those numbers, right. we're real quick to just look at it and go, right. well, all the users gave it a 5.0 out of, out of 10. Everybody hates it. And you'll read it and go, I really enjoyed this game. I thought it was great, but I didn't like the fact that I couldn't load it on time. Five. Right, you know, and that's like that's not a true. Review. You literally love the game. You just didn't load so it. So, whose review enough. would you trust more? Would you trust the user's My review, <laughs> or would you right. trust but the, that's, but that's the thing. But professional? That's, but that's the beauty of of especially something like games or like 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 with a game like okay, the user reviews on Fallout Four were kind of they were meh. Yeah, but but none of the reviews have been like this is you know like I'm nobody not, said I hate this game. It's the worst game right. I've ever. They've right. gone like here's the issues with the game, and these are my story problems. And I go okay, well you know what for glitches, I can wait for when it's going to be discounted in six months, right. and then pick it up on discount, and then have my fun then. And not- in terms in terms of what to trust, what I trust is my ability to go deeper into a review. Yeah. Sure. Yes, there are definitely. certain. Re- Movie reviews from Entertainment Weekly. There is one reviewer that I usually agree with because he seems to have the same taste I do. There's one reviewer I don't because we don't have the same taste. So if that person doesn't like a film, the second reviewer that I don't seem to have the same taste as them, I'm discounting their review from the start. Right. You know, Mikey and I like a lot of the same films, but Mikey likes a lot more, not highbrow, but, you know, that's, that's independent. Sort of the, yeah. So when Mikey says this is the greatest film I've ever seen, which he won't because he doesn't care about anything, <laughs> that's true. I'm I'm looking at it with a skewed eye because I'm going kind of not the same. Eric and I have watched a lot of the same movies. We have a lot of the same opinions. Probably mm-hmm. the only thing we ever really differed on was Pulp Fiction. If Eric says you need to see this, I'm going to go see it, and vice versa. But filtering out those, if you tell me to go see something, I'm like I don't have time for Guardians. Shut up. <laughs> Fil- filtering out those. <laughs> filtering out those liked reviews or those reviewers that you feel that you can depend on takes a while. See, to me, when you look at a video game user review, to me, that's a lot more of an intimate review than, say, somebody who's going to a movie theater and watching a movie with a packed house. Because watching a movie with a packed house is going to change well, said, the way you see that movie. The experiences will change your review. Yes. yes. And that's why some I've seen critics that have said, I went to a packed house. I, I couldn't hear half the dialogue. I can't really tell you. I think the movie sucks. Right. I couldn't right. tell you if it really does because I heard everybody talking about it. it the user review to me, I, I, I just don't trust users – because I just don't think people have this sensibility now of being able to like anything. But it's if you like can the only find time, the only time that I can, that the only time that I'm willing to open my mouth is when I hate something because I'm afraid to say that I like anything because everybody gets mocked if they like something. Well, it's, that's ninety percent of the internet. That's now. what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's why I don't trust it's anything on the internet. That trust, but it, finding it's, that it's, one reviewer that that for me this is this is comics, movies, mobile games, whatever. I found at this point. I have a pretty good idea going f- into something, whether I'm going to enjoy it or not. In terms of comics, in terms of what I'm selecting as what I'm buying and what I'm not buying. Mm-hmm. And in my position, I'm able to figure out if I'm right or wrong because I'll look at something and go, I wouldn't have bought that. And I'll read it and go, 
yeah, I wouldn't have bought this. Right. It's very few, very few times now where I'll buy something and go, I was really waiting for this. I wanted it in my collection. I bought it. This sucks. This is terrible. Mm-hmm. So going into this, go back to New 52 with DC. I only got like 20 titles to start with. There were 32 titles I didn't give up. Right. There wasn't a single book. I read 49 of the 52 issues. Out of those 29 issues that I didn't buy, there wasn't a single one of them. I read all of them. There wasn't a single one of those 29 issues that I read that I stopped and went, oh, crap, I should have bought that. Right. Not a single one. So going And how in, many of the original ones that you, the 20-some that you bought, did you drop immediately? The only one I dropped, um, I didn't drop anything immediately. I dropped two titles within three months, and they were both Legions. And I dropped Batgirl, not because it wasn't good, but because I didn't enjoy the change in her character. Because we know you loved Hawk and Dove. I mean, that was your... No, I didn't buy Hawk and Dove. <laughs> um, that was your favorite. No. But yeah, it, it, I feel that's the same sort of thing. I'll see a preview for a movie, and I'll go, I'm pretty sure I'm going to enjoy that. I've been wrong, mm-hmm. but more often than not... I know going in, I don't care what, uh, you know, reviews for Spectre. It's boring. It's dumb. It's slow. I went and saw it. I loved it because I'm not that reviewer. I See, have a I, different experience going into it. I'm looking at it going, I know I'm going to enjoy this. I, I, I've gotten to the point now where I don't give a shit what people's reviews are. If I have an interest in that movie, that game, that book, that whatever, I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to give it a try. It could be it could be getting stupidest reviews. Jonah Hex. I know it was going to be a bad movie when I went into it, but I went. You know what? I want to see it. Fantastic Four. You know what? I want to see it. Fantastic Four could have been a great movie if they took the Fantastic Four out of it. They took the whole comic book aspect out of it. It could have been a really interesting movie. I can find part. You know, I, I will find parts in it. Guardians of the Galaxy. I loved. I can accept the dancing. You know, I don't mind that. You're wrong. <laughs> um, but. So, you know, Battlefront, I'll pick up, yes, it may not have the single player that I want, it may not have the space battles that I want, but I will be able to find stuff, also because it's Star Wars, and I will love to play. Heir to the, Heir to the Jedi, I said halfway through that book, I don't, I, I don't like it, I don't think it has a point, right. you're the one who said, finish it before you make that right. judgment. I got to the end of that, and I went, it makes sense, now me, I understand. Let me ask you a question, because this is, this is a thing in terms of bias. It's Star Wars, and you've already paid for it. Are you go subconsciously? Would you be going into playing Battlefront, going, "I need to like this. I can't accept not liking this." Well, see, I've only paid five dollars. I can get my five dollars back. Uh, no, I just, just pre-ordered it. Yeah, but you're gonna, you're gonna, you have to pay I'm for gonna, the rest of right, it. When I'm you going get to buy it. Okay, yes. so you've you've paid your sixty. You pay your extra fifty. You have hundred and ten dollars. You're four maps in, and you realize I hate this game. Are you really, again, just playing devil's advocate? Are you really going to to accept? I don't like this. And I'll tell you why. I did this with Star Trek Generations. Mm-hmm. And I did this with, there was one Star Wars book early. Because I went through Generations and I got to the end of it. And I'm like, I like that movie. I really like that movie. And then I watched it again. I'm like, this is not a good movie. Right. But I, when I first saw it, because I loved Star Trek Next Gen, I wanted to love that film so bad that I just threw away everything that I didn't like of it until I saw it. Until I saw it the second or third time when I realized this is not a movie I actually really enjoy. Star Wars book was the same thing. I, I think it was one of the Kevin J. Anderson books where I'm halfway through it and the back of my mind is going, it's terrible, put it down. No, it can't be. It's Star Wars. I have to finish it. So I recognize that bias in myself. If you're paying for something where you put $110 in, I don't know if, if consciously you can admit a month into it, this sucks and I wasted all of my money. See, well, I, right now I only plan on buying just 
the base game. There has to be something in that. Oh, will because those guys are going to trash you online. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So my pistol and they have a, a Gatling cannon. Oh, great! This is fantastic. There, but there, there that has they, to, that they paid fifty dollars. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, there, exactly. there, there has to be something in that in that EA. You know, I know Rich's sense, pr- sense of pride. He's like, no, I'm buying that Gatling gun. <laughs> that is true. If I'm getting my ass kicked, I probably will do it. <laughs> um, okay. So, I mean, we, we we've talked a good hour on this. Um, Further proving we can talk about anything for a long, for a long, long, long time. Right. But, I mean, this is something we don't talk about games a lot on this show. You know, unfortunately. I, I wish we did talk more about it. Well, we do in Travis. Don't look at me. <laughs> we do in Travis. That's true. It's but my fault. There are some, there's one thing on the internet that's missing. It's people talking about games. Sure. But there is something really important to talk about this because we do. We get, we get so you know, involved in our own biases about games. We get so involved in what other people are saying is is supposed to be the next game that we get that we do we get in that trap of i've got to have that game i've got to have it when it comes out because if i'm not playing that when they everybody else is playing it I won't then be they're cool. right and there's I, well, something wrong with me that's the online that. thing that's that to me is the 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 ultimate evil of this massive multiplayer online is that feeling it's the the industry has brought itself to a point it, it used to be you wanted to buy the game on release day because when you called your friend two days later, like, dude, I got the level mm-hmm. such and such on Devil May Cry or something. That doesn't exist anymore. It's how how are you not playing Battlefront? Right. What do you, why aren't you playing Battlefront online? Everybody's playing Battlefront online. Why aren't you playing it? Why didn't you buy it? You have to buy it. Everybody's online playing it, and you're not playing it right now. What are you doing? What is wrong with you? That's the, that's the way the industry's gotten mm-hmm. now because they're basically telling you, if you wait and buy this game in six months – no one's going to be no playing, one's it. Be playing it yeah. because you're already flipping through. I mean, we talk about the games that have been huge for all this year. How many people are still playing games from six months ago? Right. You know? Well, and therein lies the problem with the all online versus the single player game. Right. That, that's what I'm talking with about. Fall, yeah, exactly. With Fallout 4. You can buy Fallout. You can, you can buy, buy out, any Fallout game anytime exactly. and play. And that, and and that's that goes what, yeah, for it, any single player game. Uh, right. uh, Assassin's Creed just came out. Well, just like what I talk about. Devil May Cry. Wait for years to play that game. It won't matter. Right. I bought Devil May Cry. I, got, I bought my PS2 way late. You know, I waited a year and a half after the release. Mm-hmm. My friend Aaron bought his PS2 months after I did. We both bought Devil May Cry as a as a greatest game at the same time. No one was playing that game. Right. No one was playing that game. But you Except didn't need the to two have of, people. Yeah, the two of us were playing. And we would call each other like, dude, you should see what I just did to this dude. Uh-huh. You should, you, you know, we played Max Payne that way. We played Rocky that way. We played all the Lord of the Rings games. We were playing Return of the King a year after the movie came out because we bought it like for 10 bucks and then we found out all the cheat codes too. And we finished the game together. It like, I, I just doesn't feel like you can do that now. Like, right. I'm, I'm knowing Battlefront six months ago when everyone was going crazy for it. In my, in my head, I'm like, I'd, I'd buy a system for that game. That game's going to be awesome. And as it got closer and closer, and they're like, well, there's no, there's no single player. All right. Well, my PSP still works. Yeah. And my <laughs> Battlefront game for that still works. Right. So I'm just going to go back and play that again. So it, it's the industry is so different, and now I'm the old fuddy-duddy. Like, I don't like all this online stuff. I'm right there with you. That's why something like Grand Theft Auto or even Halo, you guys talk about the, the, the Master Chief Edition, 
as long as I can play the original yeah, games have, again, yeah, have I have all, no problem with yeah, it. Yeah, you have all four previous games, which was, for me, the saving grace for the month I couldn't play online, because I wanted to play classic Halo again. Yeah, for someone like me that's yeah. never owned an Xbox, I've played Halo at other people's houses, that was the one game, and I think we talked about it when it was first announced at E3 or what have mm-hmm. and I said, that's one of the things that would make me go buy an Xbox One, because well, I could sit and play those four versions of Halo for months, because I suck. It's going to take me forever to finish any of those games. But I'll enjoy them all because I don't have, I don't need an on, I don't want an online component. I don't care. Well, when we first got it, yeah, we all sat here and played it. What, yeah. One of us, I, I forget which one of us put it up on Facebook this week of the the picture of the guy sitting down in front of the the big screen with the four, you know, the four multiplayer yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. image like up a there. Land game. Yeah. yeah, and it was like. This is gone. You know, this is extinct now. That was the thing that happened with Halo 5, and everybody flipped the fuck out because there was no split-screen gaming for fucking Halo! Yeah, and but but they were also very clear. It was, you either get a game with decent graphics and 60 frames per second, or you get split-screen multiplayer... Give and me my split screen. It, it's basically well. It was also asking gamers to choose between two children. Yep. Who are you gonna pick? You gonna pick you know high frame rate and it's a, it's they're Xbox and PlayStation. They don't play games in 1080p. Yep. Correct. They, they just don't. Yep. Uh, despite what the box says. I'm but sorry. I want it to be 4K. Right. Well, then go build yourself a $500 PC. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but no. But it, but it, the thing is, like, it's either like you want. I think game. Sebastian's trying to sell his services. I'll build he you is. a $500 PC. But it's that it's a, it's like you either get a good looking game with high frame rates or you get your split screen multiplayer but the game don't doesn't run as fast or as smooth mm-hmm. and that's the like yeah but you know what oh God. i love mario kart right. and that shit's only running well that's that's the thing is what we when we talk about this with nintendo nintendo still exists as a party game atmosphere right. the stuff that you yes. want to play the only other thing you're playing is the 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 um the xbox what was what was the, the, the xbox store or whatever whatever we bought we, last we, saturday uh, yeah yeah we bought the jackpack between the five of us and we're playing um uh, basically a version of Cards Against Humanity which is better because you come up with your own answers yes. and they're all filthy that art game that I totally destroyed everybody at which I really want to play again which no one will because I killed no them. we can play it and then um, there was the bomb one there was, there the was bomb like one. A, it was oh a, god the bomb one it was $25 for a five pack of game of, of party games party that are for, it's just for which, for Xbox One, one. Okay. and the great thing is you know it was you know you're getting the you're getting it up on the yeah, screen of what it of the question <laughs> And you're using your iPad or your your, your, iPad your, or your, your, or your phone, smartphone, which is great because it doesn't matter how many controllers you have. Right, right. right. And everybody's playing. Every you know, everybody's putting their answers. And you're just it, it, it's one of those games where you we started, put a group of people. We started playing like at eight thirty, nine o'clock. Something. Yeah, and we, and were we done played till two thirty in the morning. Yeah. Nice. I mean, it was it was awesome. I I enjoyed the hell of it. Like I, I this was when we were playing Seen It as a group. Mm-hmm. That was great too. Yeah, you know that's that right. sort of thing. Those are the things that are left. But yeah, if you're playing. One on one or whatever, it just doesn't exist. Anymore. But even playing, but even playing world. Halo with four people sitting there was fun, and you don't have that anymore because now it's, I've got to have the full screen. Well, no, no, you don't have it anymore because nobody cons- gives it to you. No, because console manufacturers cheap out on their hardware. That's that's the fact of it. Yes, they could give you a multi uh, split screen Halo Five, but it wouldn't look good. Right, and there would be people complaining that it doesn't look good. But you don't even like have shit. system yeah. linking anymore. No, well, because you have wireless. Because internet. you have wireless you, connections. You can, you can. I can bring my Xbox One here, and we can play in the same room together if you want on two different TVs. We just have to use your wireless internet. It's possible. But the but that's the thing. That's one of the things that I think is missing in terms of that online stuff. Can, can you play one on one online? Yeah. 
Okay, so you can't like if 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 two people have Halo Five. Yeah, you can play. You can just you could, you could just, set up gonna, an arena with, just, with to play just, two just one player. on. Okay, one. Yeah. that's cool. I mean, that part would be. cool. Yeah, you can do it, but it, but that but that's the issue is like it, it, it's not like they don't want to because they don't they can, but the console manufacturers are giving you quite literally hardware that is three or four years old already that can't run these games very yeah. well. So it. it the truth is, and this is not like, you know, you know, like as much as I like, you know, like PC Master Race, but it sells the fact it's like, it's like, well, you can't blame the game manufacturers when they have hardware that just can't do it. Right. Yeah. So, but that's also the big thing. That's why there's the, the divide has finally happened between PC and console players. And like the PC player, everyone's like, oh, the PC players are all arrogant because they can do everything and anything. But it's also like, yeah, but they kind of have you they have your game up they can play on keyboards and mice you can't do that on the xbox one or the playstation mm-hmm. and that's the best way to input any first person shooter is with keyboard rest just more accurate and there's no contest they tried putting them both together and people on the pcs were smashing console players left and right with just the level of accuracy for their control inputs right. and their latency and speed because oh, they totally suck at playing on a keyboard and it, it's it, it like, takes some finesse to oh get used god, to it. Oh my god, does it ever? It, but it's the but that's the thing is like you can also game in 4K on a on a computer that you can build for the same price as a PlayStation or an Xbox One. Mm-hmm. It's just like strategy mm-hmm. games. I mean, you can you but, can but do also, a strategy game but on. World, but the world of single player games is moving to PC because the marketplace is so much larger. Because PC games don't rely on physical stores anymore. One of my favorite games, I play Stranded Deep. It's a single-player game where you're literally stranded on an island, and you're basically like a Tom Hanks castaway, yeah. and yeah. you have to survive yourself. It's not online. It's by yourself. There's no multiplayer, but that, that game is not on, on console. Do you get a volleyball? Yes. yes. You get it, his name. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, you get a Wilson. Oh, oh, you get a Wilson. And, and, <laughs> you get, you get, if you, and what's great is that because the game generates islands for you, the more you explore, you can come across the volleyball. You know, they call him Wooly. Yeah. And he's got the, the straw no. head and the blood hand face. Nice. Oh, here's the best part. You can find multiple Wooly. You can find multiple of them. And you can, and you can bring them to your house and then have them. You can build your own. Wow. You, you can have, own a, you have a Wilson party. Yeah, you build your own hut. So, Ethan, you haven't said a word about this the whole night. What do you feel about on, about the gaming okay. industry anymore? I've mentioned it a thousand <laughs> times before. It's like, I don't like playing games online. People suck. I don't like the way that the uh, gamer has turned into, let me insult you backhandedly over and over again. Well, I don't think there's a backhand a with it at all. There's no backhandedness to it. <laughs> but still, I mean, it's like, I don't, I don't feel the need to play online against people who are just like... Uh, so butt hurt if you if you beat them. Yeah, that's or, why I just I mute everybody. Yeah, I, I do too. I do too. To it was ever since I think Halo Three. I haven't played a game online for that reason and that reason only. I mean, we're, just, well, you you watched me play Stranded Deep at my house, yeah. and we were just like it got to one point where it's like like I'm in the middle of the ocean going between islands, and the intense thing is like. The sharks are coming. I can see them in the water. And I, <laughs> I have to paddle my tiny raft back to, to my tiny island. And it's just, it's, it's, it's just dumb fun because there is no story other than surviving. 
And I want to play the forest, the game where you get a you you oh, basically yeah. you're in a plane and you crash land in a forest. And they're mute. They're like mutants. Yeah. And shit. So what you're saying is you love playing games where it's you isolated in some kind of arena where well, you have to survive. So basically, well, how I live my life, like, but, but it, it, not necessarily. But I think it's because those experiences aren't available on consoles either, because that that's a complete single player experience. I mean, because we could drop you in the middle of a forest somewhere and let you try to do it on your own. Right. But, we but, can kick you a soccer ball or a volleyball or something if you, if you play, want. But if you want to play those kinds of like, and it's but I'm not. It's not just so much like that. But that's that kind of genre of game almost doesn't exist on consoles right. anymore. No. But you can go to PC for that. And but that's the interesting thing is like it's like no that world exists, but it exists in a completely different marketplace mm-hmm. of gaming, and that's the big divide. Is like consoles are. They're, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say expensive. They're they're decently priced, and you, you plug them into your TV. They work. They just work. It's right. that, it's the old Apple slogan. A, a console just works. Mm-hmm. Versus yeah. a PC, you got to put your love. It, you know, the best way to get a PC is you got to build one yourself. Don't don't you know pay the overhead on buying a pre made one from like Alienware or HP or whatever. But you know, it, but it, it can be done, and it, it you know it's worth it. But it's also a different gamer. The fact that you can. You know, you can already buy Battlefront for ten bucks cheaper right. on PC and get the same gameplay experience is already very telling. In that, you can't get away with full price anymore on PC because somebody's gonna undercut you somewhere for a game that's just as good. If sure, better. but you yeah. see, like me being someone who grew up on consoles, like I would love the games that like, he's talking about, like single player. You know, just. Mindless games. Five, Sebastian, Sebastian will build you five a computer. Nights, <laughs> Under five hundred. The, the no. biggest game on PC. The last Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Thank uh, God, Arabella's and, not here. But, but but I mean, that's the thing. It's like five that game is. It's the simplest. It it's the simplest mm. oh, yeah. game on the planet. You sit in a room and you basically have to check the hallways and check your cameras and not get the jump scare. Yeah. But it. A, a guy who went from a literal nobody making, like, Christian religious independent games. <laughs> it's usually out, how it goes. But, but, I mean, he put out this game. He's like, you know, like, okay, well, you know, these games aren't working for me. And the irony is, is, like, a lot of people like, like, oh, these characters look really creepy. And he sort of turned his and He's like, okay, let me try something completely different. And he's got more money than God. But he also, for the, you know, pun intended. But just like... <laughs> completely but I mean, but intended. What, but that game is... Is a smash hit, and now he's got it's a movie a deal. He's got a movie deal, but it's it's a great game. And people, you know, despite you know you know the multiple sequels having come out for it, you know uh-huh. that's you know neither here nor there. But that's a game experience that's only on PC, right? It's not on console because you can be an indie developer, make your simple PC game, and have it become a smash hit because of just good reviews. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the. That game became big the moment people were posting YouTube videos of just how freaked out they get playing the game, and everyone's like, "I gotta try this." Yeah, that's what that's I think what uh, scared my daughter. <laughs> no, I think oh, the lack of kid. attention. I gotta, I gotta bring over my my, <laughs> totally my Five Nights at Freddy's plushes. No, they, they no, no, made no, replicas no. from the ones in the game. <laughs> last year we had we, we had to go to her teacher last year because the girls were uh, printing out screenshots and bring it to school and terrifying her with it. So I mean, Aww. she's like completely. In honor of Fallout 4. Uh, and kids, if you want, if you ever do get Fallout 4, set your endurance to 8. That lets you become a cannibal and not get sick from eating human irradiated bodies. Seriously? In- yeah. Yes! That's I true. do that now in normal life. 
Yeah, yeah no, that, that explains I don't, I don't so much. I don't think you should stuff. be doing yeah, that, Ethan. If you cannibalize people in the game without, like, a high endurance level, you get yep. sick. Yep. But if you put your endurance to near max, that allows you to eat bodies and not have to worry about finding food in the warrior wasteland. You can just kill somebody and eat them, and... That's amazing. Well, that's then you don't have to worry about that. replenishing your food and everything. Right, you just go bonk somebody on the head, drag him back to your house, and then have him for dinner. Yeah, this is <laughs> old, real, real world, like you know, life hacks. There, you know, yes, I exactly. do this all the old, time. real world life so, hacks. Yeah, you go into your iPhone. There's Literally, a setting. Hacks, just you hack, you up yeah. your endurance to eight in your iPhone, and then it allows you to become a cannibal. There you go. Okay, so I be- mean, honestly, who doesn't want to be a cannibal? So before we take off, um, I do want a person add- that's being eaten. Hey, <laughs> we have one. I do want to add one thing. I'm um, trying to quit, by the way. You know, the Supergirl episode that was scheduled for tomorrow night, uh, which was entitled "How Does She Do It," has been pulled by CBS executives because of its content. Just yes. like Laverne and Shirley. The episode had Kara protecting National what? City from. <laughs> I don't know. This is from South Park. If you, you, you put an offensive episode out, one person complains, and they pull the episode, it's the downward spiral to the show getting canceled. Oh. Yep. Just what like does that have to do with the reading it's the, it's the joke that Cartman makes oh, I don't remember in the that show. One. Well, part. I don't think I think this one they did actually. They did with, it on their own volition. I mean. th- this one has a lot of um, a lot of merit behind it. Pulling yeah, it, the it, episode it was, was about terrorist attack in the city. Yeah, Kara K- uh, was protecting National City from a series of bombings while babysitting Cat's son. While James is visiting Lucy Lane. So, I mean, there's a lot of shit going on, but because there were bombs all over the city, they decided to pull it because of... They pulled it being insensitive. Insensitive to the because people of, of Paris and, 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 uh, and Beirut, Beirut and everywhere and else that's Baghdad been attacked, all. yes. Um, but CBS is also pulling an episode of NCIS Los Angeles, which was focusing on a girl joining ISIS, which is now right. the, the group that's come out and responsible mm-hmm. for the Paris Yeah, attacks. especially because one of the Parisians was, uh, joined ISIS. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, the, like, the son of Algerian immigrants, and yes. he joined ISIS. So, with that being said, we do want to, uh, give our prayers and our love out to the people of, people of Paris, as well as everywhere else that seems to have had a Friday the 13th, I was gonna say a bad day, but that doesn't even begin to cover it. Uh, I mean, there was what? Mexico had an earthquake. Japan had, Japan had an earthquake, earthquake and a Mexico tsunami. Tsunami. Uh, um, Beirut was hit with a, a terrorist attack. I think Kenya both had happened Kenya a week ago. Yeah. 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 Kenya had a, what was it, a school shooting? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. So schooling at, it was a shooting at a days. university there. That's what I thought that was in May, though. Wasn't that in May? No, 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 no it, it was, was recent. Recent. It was, there was one, but yeah. So I just wanted to... Send our love and our thoughts and our prayers out to everybody around the world that's been affected by these tragic events. Yeah, after we talk about video games. After we talk about video games for an hour. So, for everybody that's left here, Travis, Chris, Ethan, Sebastian, and Shauna, Mikey has left. Not like it was a mass exodus. I'm saying check us out at facebook.com slash nerdables, and we're on Twitter at nerdables. Show. What's wrong, Chris? And finally, people can check us out at nerdables.com. And nerdables.com has been updated with new content and will continue to be updated. It only took us a year, but we got it done. It did did say, it still said uh, Nerdables copyright 2014. (laughs) We had had Guardians of the Galaxy stuff up there. Well, (laughs) Well, of course we had. Yeah, of course we had Guardians of the Galaxy. That's going to be updated tomorrow with more Guardians of the Galaxy. So I watched Guardians of the Galaxy for the 3,000th time, and oh my goodness, this is such a One of the homepage stories was uh, Falcon Cap. (laughs) 
Falcon. So that was still up there. Falcon We're good at stuff. All right, guys. So we'll see you on episode one twelve. <laughs>